I'm not even going to try to edit that to make it in sync. Nope, don't leave it. Keep it as is. Yep, perfect. Yep. Perfect. Our listeners know what this show is about. We're not here for quality. This is this not is quality. only our, what, 11th episode? So maybe I, they I, don't. I don't, I don't even know. know. Yeah, I don't uh, even know. But what's up, guys? I, my phone's still going off. Oh, you know what? I should probably mute mine, too. How embarrassing. We are nailing this intro. We are nailing just it. absolutely nailing it. What's up, guys? I am Justin. And I'm Jordan. And welcome to another video game podcast. A podcast where different gamers talk about different games. And today, in honor of uh, the May, May the 4th, um, also known as Star Wars Day, uh, which this will actually come out a week after that day, um, but still, we're honoring it. Um, May the 4th because be with we, you. Because we plan so well. Right. So we're... Yeah. I, I only brought it up like two days afterwards. I was like, hey, maybe we should do an episode in honor of. <laughs> um, but we're talking about uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order today. Yes, we are. Dude, I really enjoyed that game. I thought it was pretty fun. Which is weird because like, you're the multiplayer guy. I know, but I love Star Wars. I've always loved Star Wars. I mean, we've already talked about one Star Wars game. We talked about Star Wars Battlefront 2, and I thought that game was incredible. I was very excited to see a Star Wars game by EA that was not multiplayer um, and that also didn't try to macro microtransaction you to hell. Uh, just because it, 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 no one, like, we've been wanting one for a while. Uh, and there have been, I think, like, two, three other ones that were being made um, before this one, and they just got canceled or scrapped by EA. Because EA is all about those multiplayer games and microtransactions and all that kind of stuff. And so, like, well, they kind of threw it out there as, like, a, you know, who cares? No one's going to get it. And it ended up being awesome. And so we a lot of gamers are hoping that maybe this will make EA see the light of single-player games. Maybe we can finally get some more. I mean, I definitely hear you. And I just did a, a quick Google search here. And I wonder if it's the difference between... Um, it looks like there's there's two different companies, there's two different developers that I think of when I think of EA. So there's Respawn Entertainment, who did Jedi Fallen Order, but then there looks like Dice did Star Wars Battlefront one and two, and they do Battlefield, right? So. I mean, I I think it's important to recognize we're looking at two different studios, even though they're both done by EA. Well, EA is the producer, like the we'll publisher. Call it. Like they're, they're the publisher. I mean, yeah, they yeah, they publish the, the games. Yeah. But what EA likes to do norm- normally when they buy a company is they force them to create a game that is outside of their realm of of uh, of expertise, and then blame them for it. Um, like smooth. The, like, you know, Bioware, who is one of the greatest story game makers of all time, being told to make a games as a service with Anthem. Stuff like that. 
Um, but first and foremost, we are going to get into spoiler territory, especially there is one note that we have in here that we're going to talk about that is a spoiler for the end. Um, and so if you haven't played the game yet, um, why not? If you're a Star Wars fan, why have you not played it? Uh, but this will highly recommend. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, spoiler for the podcast right now. I highly recommend this game. It is a phenomenal game. Um, We'll get into a few things that I didn't like about it, but overall, I really enjoyed the game. Yeah, so just kind of a prem- an idea of the premise of the game. So we you play as Cal Kestis, right? And he's probably one of my favorite Star Wars characters and also one of my least favorite Star Wars characters at the same time. It's weird because... Ex- explain yourself, yeah. Yeah, because he, to me, he's a little whiny and kind of childish, but... I love the idea of having a Jedi that was half trained, because the the deal with uh, with Cal Kestis is he's a Jedi that's been in hiding ever since Order sixty six, uh, which is the order to uh, for all the clones to basically ambush and kill all the Jedi. Um, his master died during that Order sixty six when he was only a Padawan, um, and so he he never finished his training. He never got fully trained. Uh, and I love, I love that idea for a character. It's so cool. Um, because he's, uh, he's better than like the average stormtrooper, but at the same time, like my favorite part about that is it, have you, I don't know if you've really paid attention to the way Cal uses his lightsaber. They purposely did it to be a mixture of more of a brutality and just swinging away at nothing. Mm-hmm. And a mixture of that and also some finesse and some movement into it like you would actually get trained to do. They mix that two together to get his kind of specific style, which I think yeah. is fantastic. How do we know how old Cal was in the game? Because I think that character trait of him being whiny would make a lot of sense if he's only like 17. I was going to guess he's in his early 20s. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to look it up real quick. I'm going to look. Yeah, go and look it up, man. Um, but yeah, you you play it and and uh, you're kind of roped into learning a little bit more about what's it, what it's like to be a Jedi when you're being hunted down uh, by the Inquisitors, uh, which is actually canon. They are from they started in Star Wars Rebels, um, and they are a uh, they are Jedi that have come over to the dark side, either with manipulation or torture from Darth Vader. And they basically work for Darth Vader to hunt down and kill anyone else that is strong with the force or is Jedi. What was that other game? That was that kind of like that same situation where, Oh my God, it was a other star game. Wars game. Um, you play as, uh, are you, th- is it a single player game? Yeah. It's a single player game. Are you thinking of KOTOR? No, I, it's a it was... single player game where you play as like an apprentice of Vader. Oh, 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 um, um that's different, but that's, there's that's, two. uh, there's Force two Unleashed. Force Unleashed, yes. Yeah, yes. that, oh, that's actually a really good place to start with in terms of like the differences between this and any other game is that like you aren't Starkiller from Force Unleashed. You are not, because mm-hmm. Starkiller was a monster like like stormtroopers are cannon fodder and like there's like 
the amount of force power that he had was absolutely incredible, and he could bring down star destroyers and stuff. Cal is not doing any of that. Yeah, uh, no. the difficulty of the game and the way that's presented is like a stormtrooper can kill you if you play your cards wrong. Um, um, so I did look it up real quick, and that character trait does make sense because this game is only five years after Order sixty six, which puts Cal at seventeen. During oh. the age of the game, which now, like, his whiny, immature attitude kind of makes sense. Like, he's not mature. He's not even in his 20s, you know? So, like, of course, he's wow. he's a little whiny, right? But on the other hand, like, I don't know. I, I didn't hate Cal. I didn't really think that, but I could understand why somebody would think that Cal was a little bit whiny. I just fucking hate kids. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that actually makes a lot more sense now, and now I don't mind it just from that piece of information i always assumed he was in his like early mid 20s yeah no no no. he's only 17 wow so like order 66 just happened what how does the game start isn't he like a slave in a scrap like on a scrap planet or something like that that's what he does for work junkyard I i don't think he's a slave to it i think he's just a worker there but doesn't he have to like escape, or is that because the Inquisitors are coming? It's because the him? Inquisitors came, and ah, uh, and yeah, 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 I think it's because he he was in a desperate situation when his friend was about to fall off of something, and so he used his force power to basically slow down time and be able to give him like a soft landing and stuff. And uh, because of that, uh, the Inquisitors got like you know the force presence, and so they were sent to that location okay um, that which started your entire yeah. escape sequence yes oh my god dude that oh man the the story of that game i think flowed very well very well um i want to talk about the only thing i didn't like about the game and as i i did feel like it was a little short just a little like it wasn't like horribly short but it i i I definitely understood that they went for quality and not quantity, but I could have used a little more quantity for the game. Um, I get that. And that's, that's something that I really hope that they do in, um, what's it called? Fo- Jedi Order 2, right? Yeah, yeah. Jafallen, what, fuck, what's, what's the game called again? Jafallen Order. J- Jafallen Order. <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order 2. Um, there is going to be a second one, and that's yeah, something that I really hope. It's two options, Jastandin or Jafalin. <laughs> Jafalin. Um, and I think that a good way to do that is if they just add, like, some, give me some more puzzles. I'm all about, like, these very, um, like, 3D puzzle rooms where you have to use the force. I think that's one of the things that made the Uncharted games so great. And the fact that we haven't even talked about doing an Uncharted episode bothers me. And we will have that discussion after this. But For sure. It's 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 very unique. And I, I think that there's one game or one set of games, I should say, that it actually is most similar to than anything else. And that's the Dark Souls, the, the Soulsborne series from From Software. Um, never the... played them. No, I've oh. never even seen gameplay. Whoa! I have no How idea what that game that? is. I mm, no idea. So I, dark... I keep hearing people talk about it, and they say it's really hard. And I've never, no idea, no idea. So yeah, Dark Souls and Bloodborne are like they're both like story is secondary completely, um, and 
they uh it's just brutal gameplay just imagine the same kind of gameplay you got from uh from jedi fallen order it's just a lot a little bit slower more medieval style a little bit of magic but uh, it would it's way more brutal you can't change difficulty settings like you can in jedi fallen order um and we are going to do an episode about dark souls eventually um i've already gotten one request for it um but we'll we'll do it and i'll kind of show you some more gameplay on it it's a really cool game um and there's a whole uh but but, but basically that entire combat the, pretty much everything about the combat is from Dark Souls and in in Bloodborne, almost almost everything. Okay, so, but it's clearly not as hard because no. Jedi Fallen Order was not a difficult game. At least I I felt like. unless you're playing it on Jedi but, Grandmaster. Yeah, unless you set it on the hardest difficulty, which maybe that would have made the game feel longer for me if I played it on a harder difficulty. But then I feel like the trade off is I'm sacrificing a lot of the story when I set the game too hard, because I'll forget like what my purpose is because I just get stuck fighting the same guy over and over and over so, again. So there were. And there I, were... Go ahead. There were there were four difficulty modes. There was story mode, uh, Jedi Knight, Jedi Master, and Jedi Grandmaster. People have the general consensus consensus that Jedi Master is the one that the developers intended you to play it on. Okay, so that's the second to last, second the, to hardest. Yeah, so it's 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 tough, but yeah. it's not it's not impossible. But it's about the same level as Dark Souls. So a lot okay. of people are saying, like, if you're familiar with Dark Souls, play it on that. If you're not, probably do the one before it. I can't remember. I think I actually might have might have made the mistake of playing that game on keyboard and mouse. I think I played I, Jedi Fallen Order on keyboard and mouse. I played it on Xbox. So mm. I did not have that option. Hmm. Yeah, um, um, I think it was a mistake. I think I should have used a controller in retrospect. But it was like... Uh, during the tutorial when they were teaching you all the controls i was using a keyboard and mouse and then when i realized my mistake it was too late like the game yeah. became too difficult and the the game by the way is canon i don't know if you knew that it is it's semi-canon it's canon in the same way that like the comic books are canon like they're canon but not as important yeah yeah, and yeah, so side stories. they are technically canon. So it does take place before A New Hope. Dude, I at some point, like, I kind of hope that for my son, I can, like, shield him from Star Wars long enough to where I can show him everything in order, like, games included, TV shows included. So, like, Clone Wars and The Mandalorian and all the movies, like, in chronological order and see what he thinks of it. I hate that. I, yeah. I always go order of release. Always I see, go order of release. I don't like order of release because I feel like it... Uh, well, I, I could see... Okay, I understand the argument for order of release when it comes to Star Wars because of the technology gap being so huge that, like... When you see Revenge of the Sith, which I think is the best Star Wars movie, and then you go to New Hope, you're like, dude, what the fuck? You, like, I, I, I could... So, by that line of logic, order of release makes sense. 
but I think there's something to be said when you watch the story in order and you get to see Han Solo grow up and you get to see Anakin grow up and you know you get to see the whole the whole scenario. I think what you're saying makes sense, but I think that I always go in the order of which that the directors and writers intended because there are also a lot of like, for for example, there, there, let's say that there was a character reveal from like a prequel mm-hmm. that was supposed to be a big deal. Like I'll, I'll use R2D2. I actually just watched Phantom Menace uh, two days ago. Yes. Two days ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, with Mariah, with my wife. And so, uh, they talked about art like you thought you saw an R2 unit and you're kind of doing like a is it R2D2 is it not and then they kind of do kind of a slow reveal like what's the number on that one and it's like R2D2 and like that's the way they presented it is supposed to be a moment of like oh it's R2D2 but you don't yeah. get that if that's the first movie you watched yeah but so it was my understanding tell me if I'm wrong but it was my understanding that George Lucas intended for Phantom Menace to be the first movie, but once there was a solid script, he realized that the technology couldn't hold. He, like he couldn't create the first three movies with the current technology, so he decided to start with New Hope for the initial movie because it seemed like the least technically difficult. And then because like when Star Wars initially released, it was just Star Wars, right? It wasn't like Star Wars A New Hope. And then it got re-released a couple years later as Star Wars Episode Four. Like, that's what it was called. Like, it, I'm so, pretty sure it was Star Wars Episode Four. Like, literally in, like, the 80s, they were calling it Episode Four. So, he, he, the thing with... We're getting way too deep in the movies. I don't understand this. Um, <laughs> the way I see it is, even if he initially intended to do that... Do you think that he released episode four and then was like, okay, no one see this movie until I come out with the first three movies like 10, well, 20 no, years later? You need no. money. Right. So he, like, it would not make sense for him to release it. And even though the technology wasn't there, you don't start in the middle of your story. You still start in a part where everyone can get on board. And so I think that it's always important to start where everyone intends you to start. Um, last thought before we get back to the game, because we are going down a Star Wars movie rabbit hole, but let's just both agree that episodes seven, eight, and nine are just, they're all dog shit. And I hope that Kevin Feige, who's writing the Mandalorian, right? Or he's like, like there's, there's a bunch of rumors going around that, um, whoever is like, I think it's Kevin Feige or however you say his name, the writer for the Mandalorian. Kevin Feige. Yeah. Kevin Feige. Feige is uh is like trying to create a world where episodes seven eight and nine are not canon like the disney episodes they because they're garbage they're not good i didn't watch them so i don't know you're not missing out you know um, actually you have seen them you have there it's episode four five and six just with better graphics <laughs> that's it they had no creativity in making those movies okay I, if we actually like if we were to take off i hope you understand the repercussions of everything we've said about anything star wars related no one hates star wars more than star wars fans oh absolutely and they'll tear you apart for every little thing so star uh, wars care. fans I'm, i don't care I, yeah sorry i was about to say sorry but i guess we don't care um so yeah <laughs> um 
But, Try this uh, one on for size. Eat my ass if you think seven, eight, and nine were good movies. No, no, they're not. I think you're more. I think people aren't really going to get mad at you for that as as they are for you saying that Revenge of the Sith or uh, no, Revenge, uh, yeah, Revenge of the Sith was your favorite movie. Oh, it's the best one, hands down. Yeah, I think that you're probably going to get more slack for that than anything else. I think that if you say anything other than Empire Strikes Back is the best, you're going to get attacked. I mean, Empire Strikes Back was good, but I think just because the the like the actual graphics of Revenge of the Sith were so good, and it was such oh, a pivotal that means point nothing of the movie. to me though, because like See, graphics. Uh, Graphics mean like, nothing to me on what's a good game, what's a good movie. The it, effects are just secondary. They're just like icing on the cake. I, I like graphics. It doesn't I, change I do. the what the I'm a vain of a bitch. For me. Um <laughs> Okay, let's get let's, back let's get back to Jedi Fallen Order. Let's get back Jesus. to Jesus. One of the questions that I I had, um so uh, there are chests you get along the way. There are collectibles, basically, where you and you have to backtrack a lot. So not only is it like Dark Souls, it's also what's called a, a Metroidvania um, type of gameplay style. Which, if you ever played any of the Castlevania or Metroid games, that's where it kind of started. With you get this big map in in Jedi Fallen Order's case, a bunch of little maps, and you have to progress so far. So, like, let's say you're at the beginning, there's a door you can't get past until you progress further in the story, and you get this one ability that lets you go back. So, it's a lot of back and forth and backtracking with new things that you have, and that's then so that's called a Metroidvania. Um, and uh, so it's a merging of like Dark Souls and Metroidvania, and so you have to backtrack a lot to get a lot of these chests and collectibles, and all they usually have in them is one of uh, basically four things. Ship cosmetics, which first of all, you do not fly a ship, you fly in a ship, um, controlled by someone else, you are never in control of a ship. Um, your robot, named BD1, um, your poncho which is a weird thing to say in a star wars movie like yeah cal has a poncho and it actually looks really cool um and your lightsaber pieces you only get those for cosmetics and so i'm like is it worth it because 90 percent of the ponchos i got i hated and most of the like anytime you equip something in the light for your lightsaber like yeah it's cool and it looks really cool when you're customizing it but 90 percent of the time it's just a few pixels and your hand is covering up covering it up anyway so you're not going to see that like is it worth it to you cuz for me it's ha- not really worth it um i it's... mean I, I i i will say on one hand what you were saying about like the ability to go back like to get a certain chest or to progress through a different part of the world, which also was a lot of times the case in Jedi Fallen Order. Like you couldn't get to this whole section of this world until you gained a certain ability. Um, I think it's a very creative way for studios to save money in developing costs. Um, oh, I'm not. It's... I'm not disputing disputing the method. I yeah. love that method. I love Metroidvania yeah, type it's, stuff. It's it's a pretty decent method. Um, but you're right. I did not care about the cosmetics. I, I mean, the only thing I really cared about was there was like one poncho that I liked. And you were right. The rest of them were terrible. And then the color of my lightsaber, like getting to choose the color of the lightsaber, that was pretty cool. And like, well, that's I also guess, part of the story. Yeah, that's, that is part of the story is like you find a certain crystal 
Like Which, what, what are they called? Kraber crystals. Kraber crystals. Kyber. Kyber crystals. Kyber crystals. Kyber. You call crystals. yourself a Star Wars fan, Kevin Feige. Don't You're losing me. your credibility by the minute. That's okay. <laughs> I, what credibility? What? <laughs> We're just two douchebags on the internet yeah. talking about video games. We have no We're credibility. We're two douchebags on the internet. You nailed it. What do you? What do you mean? What <laughs> credibility? I barely have a college degree. All right. Oh my god. Jesus. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. What color did you choose when you got to do your lightsaber? I chose indigo. I switched it around a lot. Really? Um, yeah. Um, I think indigo was a good one. Um, could you pick red? No. I think I... No. No, you got to pick orange, green, blue, purple, indigo. Are you sure that wasn't like a pay... Like if you got the premium game, you could have a red saber? No. there. I think the orange, my bad. Orange was if you like pre-ordered or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um, shit. Then I think I did use the orange a little bit, and just because it was a unique color. Oh, I did use pink for a while. I remember that because that was cool. I was like, "Oh, I've never seen a pink lightsaber before." Yeah, I. I that's why I chose indigo because I'm like, man, mm-hmm. it's it's like in between a blue and purple, and I love it. Purple is my favorite color, and uh, normally I would go with purple, but I was like, this is unique. This is cool. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, let's let's find another question here. Let's find another question um, here. I. I want to I want to do this one real quick just because I I love this question. Um, yeah. So it, it kind of ties in. Is this kinda, the big spoiler alert one? Yeah, this is the big spoiler. Okay. Spoiler alert. Okay. If you have um, not played the game and you want to play the game, stop listening here. There. This also ties into another question of what's your favorite part, moment in the game, which this is my favorite moment, which is. So you you get done fighting the big baddie, which is known as the second sister. She's one of the inquisitors. There's a big reveal with her that we won't go into. Won't go into because it's not. It's kind of foreseeable. Um, but uh, there's uh, she, you you defeat her. You don't kill her, and she has her helmet off. She's doing a dialogue to you. Then she stops talking, and she she starts getting choked out. And you see from the back in like a balcony behind her, Darth Vader shows up. And Darth Vader has made no entrance into the game whatsoever before no. this. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever been more terrified of Darth Vader than in that moment. Because like kind of kind of like, like costume limitations and stuff. He's not mm-hmm. super menacing in the movies. No, um, he's not. I think the his scariest moment actually as like like in costume Darth Vader is from Rogue One when he's killing everybody in the hallway. Yeah. That's that's the scariest moment for like in movies. But dude, in that scene, it was terrifying. And like you really experience like the raw power that Vader has. And it starts like a second boss battle and you're like, "Oh my god, like, do I have to beat him?" And then like you will not get a hit on him. He will yeah, destroy you. And uh you, like you you even try like he's choking you out at one point and you cause like some some debris in the background to try to fly at him. He catches it with his other hand. He's like, "Nope." Uh and he like no matter and you just have no choice but to run. And yeah. at the end it like he is he pursues you with like that menacing walk and you're you're booking it. You're like running and parkouring out of there and like you get in an elevator. And somehow he's always right behind you. Right behind you. And he uh oh, he is so scary and so powerful. Like the whole room you're in starts like crumbling around you and mm-hmm. 
oh i it was well terrifying. And, like the whole like path to get back is like destroyed and you're like jumping from piece to piece that he's like ripping mm-hmm. apart Dude, yeah it's wild that i mean that was a really good moment in the game um i could see why that is your favorite i don't think that's my favorite though what's your favorite i think my favorite was the mission of actually like getting your lightsaber like getting your new one oh yeah 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 putting it together and like finding your how do you say it cry your kyber kyber, crystal kyber crystal Mm -hmm. jesus um of finding your kyber crystal um that was a really fun moment i think like Mm -hmm. there was some heart-wrenching stuff that happens in there and it's a very story building moment there's not really any enemies that you fight or any grand reveal of anything it's just a really cool it's a spiritual journey for cal and it's really good i think that's like the for at least for me that was like the pinnacle moment in that game yeah like that was like it wasn't necessarily like that wasn't like the game was not all downhill from there like don't get me wrong but what i am saying is like i think that was like the most pivotal point in the whole game it's it's the arc because like the reason you have to go there um is basically you have a lightsaber it's your old it's your master's old lightsaber who died and you're trying to enter into this uh you're trying to enter into this kind of boss area on another planet and you i don't can't remember exactly what happens basically you have a vision that you can't get past which is like your guilt of not being able to save your your master and you're not feeling like you're good enough to be a jedi and so his journey to get his kyber crystal is his journey and his uh his realizing of like i am a jedi i need to do this and overcoming that and it's really cool i i mean i don't know man i really enjoyed this story um, I don't really remember a lot of Knights of the Old Repu- Knights of the Old Republic, so I would say that this is probably my favorite story-based Star Wars game. It's not. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely. It's not my favorite all-time Star Wars game, but it is definitely my favorite story-based Star Wars game. I I would argue that it's probably the best story game to come out in the past. Maybe in the past like year or so. No, I mean how two years? When did the game come out? Like two years ago? Like two, two, two and a half years. Yeah, like two years ago. Um, I'm gonna look it up real quick. Um, but I mean they're working on a second one, which is awesome. But uh, gosh, well, what do you what do you want in your sequel? Um, game came out November fifteenth of twenty nineteen. So, um, yeah, about, about a year and a half years. ago. Yeah, year and a half um in my sequel i would like a longer game with a couple more like 3d puzzles i really enjoy those um i think those are quite fun i think they add like an extra layer to the game mm-hmm. um i would like to see better cosmetics um or possibly like items that are weapons mm-hmm. like i find an item like like it would be cool if like, you can choose to have a single-edged lightsaber or a double-bladed lightsaber in the game. Like, what if I could have a lightsaber like Kylo's? Ky- Kylo's? Ky- Jesus Christ. Dude, Kylo. Is- Kylo Ky- Ren. Kylo. Yeah, Kylo. Jesus. What's going on with me today, man? Um, like Kylo this whole, or- this whole episode is just listening to Jordan have a slow stroke. I know, man. I know. Slow stroke. Just slowly dying. Stop. Don't say slow stroke like that. <laughs> um, I, 
I uh, I agree with all the notes you made. I don't really care much about the length. I thought the length was nice. Um, I, I I don't need a, a game to be super long to get my money's worth. I just need it to be a worthwhile experience. But mm-hmm. I would like this is kind of just me. I I like playing really big badasses in games, and I think that instead of just picking up right where we left off, I'd like to see a gap in skill, similar to, uh like uh empire strikes back versus return of the jedi because like at the end of that movie he's still trying to get his bearings on being a jedi and all that kind of stuff and at the beginning of empire of return of the jedi luke is like doing jedi mind tricks on people right away and he's all black and like he's he's more of a badass and i want that I want Cal to be that, and so I wouldn't mind a somewhat significant, like maybe a two, three year time jump to Mm -hmm. have Cal be trained to become that. I could see that, but then I also feel like that would be a really good story for a game, is like having him turn into that badass. Because like at the end of Jedi Fallen Order, you still do not get the feeling that Cal is like a full-fledged like Jedi Master. He's not. Yeah, no, I don't think he needs to be a Jedi Master. I'm just saying I want him to be, like, I want him to be, like, on an Obi-Wan Kenobi level. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. not quite masterful yet until he's a little bit older, but I'd like to see him still be, like, very... Right. I want him to be more confident in his skills as a Jedi. I'd mm-hmm. like to see just a perspective change with him. I'd like to see him a little bit more matured up right away and a little bit more, much more confident in his skills. I could see that, yeah. I could see that. Just kind of get rid of the little bit of the whiny attitude he had. Yeah, like we yeah. we we saw his his beginning development and his change from from trying to run away to actually facing it, um, facing the the issues with uh, with him being a Jedi. And now I want to see him like fully embrace the idea of like I'm a Jedi. I'm I have the Force. I'm very confident in these four skills. And uh, I hope. I really hope you every power we've gained in the first one, we already have in the second one. Because, like, there have been games that try to pull that bull where, like, for no explic- explicable you reason... You have to, like, unlock the same You powers, have to unlock the exact same the power. But it's the same fucking timeline. Right. Like, and I'm like, no, you already sense. got that. Yeah. Yeah. Because they do that for, like, every Metroid game. Like, oh, I got a bomb in this. And then at the beginning of the next game, they're like... Your suit has taken damage. You have none of your upgrades now. It's like, fuck you. You're like, God damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I mean, I don't really know if I have anything left to say on the game. Justin, do you have any last words that you want to throw in? I, I mean, I thought it was this, a great... Oh, final did question. We, did, did we just turn this into a mini episode? Did we? Oh, I mean, no. We're no. only going on for 35 minutes now. Okay. If you did, if we'd call it here, it'll be a mini. I mean, that's all right with me. That I mean, because like I don't really know how much I have left to say about the game. You know, there was no multiplayer to talk about. So, but I mean, that's not a bad thing. (laughs) You know, I don't feel like the game should have had multiplayer. Well, let's answer this question before. Let's answer two more questions, okay? Okay, two more questions. Do you think Cal should be in a? We will see Cal in a non-video game way since it is technically canon. My answer is yes, but not in the movies. I think you would see him, if anywhere else, in comic books. I could see that. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there really any... Yeah, I mean, there's not really any opportunity for him to show up in movie or TV shows, right? Because it would be... 
it would be before yeah it would be before rogue one and before solo but after revenge of the sith um so it's too early for even like the animated shows it's both too early and too late for him to be interjected in a healthy way unless they made another star wars like tv series something that was Mm -hmm. happening at the same time of the main oh he could show up in obi-wan the the obi-wan tv show that's coming out yeah i cannot wait for that that would be awesome ewan mcgregor's obi-wan kenobi is Mm -hmm. my favorite character period specifically ewan mcgregor's obi-wan kenobi i he's my favorite character in all of star wars and i think ewan mcgregor is a phenomenal actor and i cannot wait to see him back in the role it'll be great and also it'll be great to see christian hayden haydenson hayden i don't remember what his name is but the guy that played anakin back i i did like him why (laughs) what do you mean why dude his dialogue was so bad i thought i i liked him i mean can't you see this (laughs) the emperor is evil from my point of view the jedi are evil but that wasn't his fault that was the writing that's fair that's that's not his fault he did a phenomenal job acting and you saw like you saw the change in him like I, well, I, mean, I really appreciated that yeah, the right like guess. the dialogue was not that good but i would you can still deliver him. lines better like you and mcgregor got really crappy lines too but he delivered him in a good way i don't think that he was on the same level like yeah. i oh god i i don't think anything will ever be the uh the well, i hate you like oh it's so bad <laughs> oh, yeah that man. that wasn't the best but i feel like you're ignoring like the bread and butter, like, like him and Padme. Like I believed it one hundred percent. I thought I, it was, I was. I I I mean I don't know. Him is a like really it. like him is a really baller Jedi. I believed it. You're right. It did get a little choppy when he flipped over to the dark side. It, it wasn't the best, but I I don't think he was an extreme, especially now that I've been spoiled by like the Clone Wars and stuff. Which mm-hmm. animated acting can still be acting. Um, and like seeing Anakin Skywalker on there and stuff and like be just a more convincing character, you can deliver really crappy lines in a very compelling way. And I, I don't think that when he was side by side with Ewan McGregor, that it was a matchup at all, but granted, I mean, you almost all the prequels do not have good dialogue actors. Um, the only ones I think are of, of worth were Ewan McGregor and Liam Neeson in, in Phantom Menace. You didn't buy uh, the guy that plays um, Boba Fett, or is there Jango Fett? You didn't. I, I kind of bought Jango Fett. I believed it. Yeah, he just wasn't as big of a deal, though. Yeah, yeah, and Mace Windu. I mean, I liked Mace Windu. Samuel yeah, Jackson. That one. He was that great. one. I'll give you one hundred percent. He's probably like he was. He's actually my favorite Jedi. Yeah. Um, in like the Absolutely. Star Wars universe, he he just because of. Uh, oh. Did, do you ever hear the reason why he had a purple lightsaber? Mm-hmm. For, so like, yeah, because uh, he learned to control the dark side. Yeah. Well, that's the canon reason because like a purple lightsaber means that you've, you oh, you basically oh, oh. you you take in the dark side and you filter it out in a yeah. in, like you accept the dark side into you, but then you you basically conquer it within you. And so like, you mean the Samuel L. Jackson reason yeah, for wanting you, a purple lightsaber? Yeah, yeah, yeah I he, heard about. He that. just said, "I need a purple lightsaber." And it was, uh, and I think he especially said he liked it because of that giant battle with all of the in like the arena. 
Um, he's just like, he's like, cause you can't see anyone else over there. Like I can just look over me and like, hey, it's me. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. one purple lightsaber. But that's why you also see so few of those purple lightsabers is because most people that try to go that path of being a Jedi just end up becoming a Sith. Damn. But uh, last question. Is it worth uh, $60? Is it worth $60? This is a tough one for me. Because I did feel like the story wasn't quite long enough. I I think for me, what I'm realizing is that if I'm going to spend $60 on, on the game, I want like a service sort of deal going on. <sighs> Like, I want, I want there to be replayability. I do not think that story-only games, I'm realizing, should be $60. I don't. I think they I, should be, like, 40 I'm the total opposite. I want my story-based games to be 60 and I think games like COD should be, like, 40 Really? Yeah, just because, like... But you get am- so much more gameplay out of it. But you don't, really. Like, think of it this way. Like, I get a new map in COD, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not playing a different. I'm not playing anything different. I'm not literally. I'm not doing anything different. It's just looking at different things. But like, I don't think of it as that. I think of it as total hours played, right? Like I, 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 I almost view video games as an investment on my time. I I see it more as like buying food. Like I I would rather buy. I would spend really good money, like to get a amazing steak. That may not even fill me up. Rather than I, I would spend money on that, and I see COD more like a twenty dollar buffet. You ready to hate me for a second? You ready to hate me? Yeah, I don't like steak. You still understand the analogy? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I a do. Good burger do. or whatever. Yeah, like I'd rather spend like good <laughs> money for that one item than than and I would spend twenty dollars. I wouldn't spend that same money on a buffet like a shitty buffet. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely understand that, I guess. I don't know. For me, I I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm... Because I, I think I used to be like that. Like, I used to agree with you on that a little bit more. And then more. you started going to buffets too much. <laughs> you know, you're probably not wrong. But um, I think for me, I now... Because I feel like I'm slowly running out of time to play video games... Like, I can kind of feel it, like, like I'm about to get married, Riley wants to have kids right away. Um, I know even just over the next two months, me getting to my computer just to do this podcast will be a little bit of a struggle because I'll have my kid around. Um, you know, like, I, I think I, I view video games now as an investment on my time, and I look at it as, like, dollars spent divided by total hours played. Does that make sense? I understand where you're coming from. I just don't yeah. agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but agree, but let us know what you think, people. Would you spend $60 on the game? I would. Jordan wouldn't. I would spend... I didn't really give an official answer. It is a high-quality story. So I would say I would be willing to spend 45 to $50 on the game. Almost 60 but not quite. I, I, I would probably still pay $60 for this game. Yeah. Um, let us know what you think. Um, let us know on Twitter, uh, Facebook, um, comment section. If you're on YouTube, Spotify, if you're listening on Spotify, you've been killing it. Um, we're getting, you know, two to three new Spotify listeners every week, which is awesome. So we're starting to get a little bit more traction there. Um, 
But yeah, we're on every social media now, um, except Snapchat. We won't be there. I don't care. Um, <laughs> but we're on every other social media. Uh, so Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, yeah, Spotify, Apple podcast, YouTube, um, let share with your friends, always share with your friends. I will stress that more than anything else. You can like it, whatever. Sure. That's fine. That's great. If you want to keep helping, but share with your friends. Absolutely. And again, just thank you everybody who is listening. We really appreciate it and we really enjoy doing this and we're going to keep doing it. So yeah, yeah, that's that. Yep. Absolutely. Well, if there's nothing else, Jordan, may the force be with you. Mm -hmm. May the fourth be with you too. May the fourth be with you. (laughs) Um, You know, I should have started this episode with hello there. Hello there. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, well, if there, Jordan, you have anything else? No, man. It was a good game. Um, Definitely play it. Uh, You know, it's almost worth full price. I think Justin would say full price. I think I would say close. So it's it's definitely a fun one. Highly, highly recommend. All right. Well, then that's it. We're done. Leave. Bye. Bye, everyone.